check out my podcast show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman, Thursdays at 9 p.m. I talk about everything and anything. I'm all about sharing what I know and about learning as well. Hola, welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. Shout out to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tonight's episode is about canceled culture. You're listening to my show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. I'm your hostess, Boricua Angie. To call in, the number is 844-818-4433. You can catch us on thewakeupradio.com and otwtube.com. So let's talk about it. So eventually, I always try to do a little bit of research, or I always go off of basically what's happening in social media, because I was trying to look for like, you know, definitions of what is what is canceled culture. At first, when I think I was looking into it and and reading about it, I I think it was talking more about like politics and when it was being used, like the word canceled. But I feel like now canceled culture has become something more it's evolved because i kept hearing it a lot and for many different things so i want to see real quick because i know i took a screenshot but let me go back oh something i definitely want to say before um i continue the show And then I'll give the definition of it. So me, as I'm always saying all the time, (laughs) all the time, I'm always saying it. And I'm like, I won't stop because I just really feel strongly about it. So as they say, always tell the people out there that, you know, say things like, I love you. Don't ever forget to say that to the people that you care about, whether your friends, family, whoever it is, because tomorrow is not guaranteed. After what I saw happen today earlier, when I was going to Walgreens, I always feel like at times I feel like somebody's always watching me with people who believe in that or not, fine, whatever. But I really do feel like somebody's watching over me or I don't know. But I just know that right before that light changed and it gave me permission to walk, (laughs) there was a car coming from the other side that was not supposed to go. This mother effer decided he wanted to, um, to run the red light. Then the car that was supposed to be going, they almost crashed, but they didn't. And in my mind, it's like, what if that would have been me crossing the street? I could have got hit by that car. But Something just said, you know, because I always take a moment to just kind of stand in the corner, wait to see what's going on. Because, hey, again, anybody who's listening, I'm from New York. (laughs) I mean, it could happen anywhere. But I've gotten to that point where I'll stop in the corner. I'll look just to make sure that that no cars are trying to go before I cross. Because, yeah. So that's what I wanted to say. Yes. But like I said, just um, always grateful. And just again, I'm going to say it again. Just tell the people. 
just tell them you love them because like i said tomorrow is never guaranteed anything can happen at a split second so let's get back to it so the definition for cancel culture says cancel culture or call out culture is a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles whether it be online on social media or in person those subject to ostracism <laughs> are said to have been canceled. So that's the definition for cancel culture. So I know what was posted up, eventually whoever you know happens to see the show, um, was the whole thing about the Aunt Jemima. People eventually were talking about it and I guess giving us a history of of the you know the owners and the actual name that i noticed that they put was the the pearl pearl milling company so i noticed that they i don't really know who started the whole thing and how it got brought up because um and jemima has been in my household for years since i was a kid and the funny thing is is that sometimes you never really i maybe i'm it's just me because i feel like i've had this conversation before i feel like sometimes i think back then we weren't really looking at things in a way that it was kind of like you know oh this is so racist you know why does the syrup have to be called aunt jemima back then we weren't even thinking about it i just know that aunt jemima syrup was the brand to get because that to me was the best brand um never myself or anyone even before ever thought like, let's look into the history of where Aunt Jemima came from and why her name is on there. I, from that I recall, I don't remember anybody doing that until now, <laughs> until now it, it just got to the point where now it was put out there. They gave us the history about it. Um, they decided that they wanted to put her name because the, the actual, again, the name is Pearl Milling Company. And the people, whoever started this whole thing, did feel some type of way because, at first, I noticed that it changed, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can. I should have posted the original picture too. Um, her picture was on there, you know, with her. I don't know. Do we want to call it like a? Uh, I guess we could call it like a head wrap, but it had a picture of her on there before. I noticed in this one where Santa Jemima, they took her picture off. Now there's the uh, the other syrup is supposed to be the bigger one again with the different name but you can just tell that it's still it's still the same company i guess little by little they're making these changes but my thing was as a kid growing up and anybody else whether older anybody who's older than me again i'm thinking why why didn't we ever say anything before why is this generation and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it but i feel like why is this generation now bringing up all this stuff and I'm just kind of like, again, back then, I'm, I don't know, like I said, maybe we weren't just, we weren't looking at it that way. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of things that we used to buy and whatever name was on there, whoever, I don't know. We just never looked at it in a way like, again, I'm going to say it again. I never saw it like it was racist. Half of the things that were going on through years, for years, maybe because I was a kid and maybe I didn't see the bigger picture, but during then, still even as an adult, I never saw anything as racist. Like, Again, we're all people were buying the syrup. 
never did I ever hear anybody complain when they picked it up. Like, oh, why is Aunt Jemima here? You know what I mean? Why is her picture on here like that? Nobody never said anything. I just feel like this generation has been bringing up a lot of stuff. So that that's one about the syrup. I remember I mentioned to my friend about the whole Sleeping Beauty thing. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, you have to be kidding me. Are we going to nitpick at everything that's out there now? Because if not, we could have just done that back then. Maybe we could have avoided and changed a lot of things if that's how it was. Again, maybe, maybe it all has to do with our our frame of thinking. Maybe it was the environment we were in. Maybe it was just everything that was going on was so different then compared to now. Maybe people now are seeing things a little bit different, saying like, hey, this was your this was your generation. You guys were okay with all of this? Because that's how I look at it. <laughs> so Sleeping Beauty was another one where it was just like, how is the prince trying to kiss a sleeping woman? It's talking about something that it wasn't, um, no consent was given. And I'm over here like, oh my God, this is supposed to be a Disney movie. Again, from my point of view, from what I saw, I never saw it in a way like, why is this prince kissing her without her permission? I thought that the way to wake up Aurora, if that's her name, right? Aurora from Sleeping Beauty. I thought that the way to wake her up was with the, the true, the one true love's kiss. See what I'm saying? But then all of a sudden, now we want to change about what was happening. And I'm just like, <laughs> I give up when I hear a lot of things that, you know, people post and talk about. I just give up because I'm like, where are you guys getting this from? I don't know. I feel like now do I have to sit down and look at everything from back from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s and and just remove everything because I feel like that's where it gets to. If not, we could just remove everything. Let's cancel culture. Let's cancel culture everything. <laughs> if that's what we're gonna do, let's cancel everything. Everything that now is done is wrong. Everything is, is offensive. Everything is wrong. So then that's two. The next one was about, if I'm correct, and I heard, oh, from the Looney Tunes, Speedy Gonzalez. And then, oh my God, what is the... <laughs> what is this? Oh, Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Again, Looney Tunes has been around for years. And then when that was brought up about the Speedy Gonzalez, and I'm like, if any Hispanics are out there that are listening, I would love to always get somebody else's point of view about this because I'm like, again, that's just me. Maybe because I was young. I was also Hispanic, never saw anything wrong with Speedy Gonzalez. And then the fact maybe he could have been Mexican, maybe he wasn't. He could have been, you know, from Hondura, Ecuador, I don't know. Maybe he could have been Mexican. <laughs> but I'm just like, oh my goodness, that too. What was wrong with Speedy Gonzalez? What was wrong? And then Pepe Le Pew. I get the whole point of that, but I'm just like, same thing. I'm going to keep saying it because as a kid watching all of this, I never saw anything like, you know, I just thought like, man, this skunk, <laughs> this skunk doesn't give up. He's, you know, he's really relentless. He's still going. He's not giving up until he gets her. But now when people all of a sudden are watching this, now they're just like, you know, here he is um, basically harassing her. She's already told him no. He still keeps coming back and, and you know, and then the fact with this picture here, it's just kind of like, I get it. 
to a certain extent. But if not, maybe we should ask the people who made the cartoons, um, what do you call it, the artist, and what was what was the reason when they did this? Like, what was it? Maybe because back then, were they trying to give an example? I don't know. Only they know why they created these characters and why Pepe Le Pew was always after her. Again, we're kids watching things that adults are making. I never really, you know, again, I never got to that point where it was just like, what are they doing? You know how many times, and I sit down now, and as an adult now, when I watch certain cartoons, and I'm just like, these cartoons were never really for us because some of the things they would say and they would do, it just didn't, wasn't really kid-like. You would think like this would be more of an adult thing, like those adult cartoons that it's funny. Listen to that. Adult cartoons, but children were watching them. Things like The Simpsons, Family Guy. I'm trying to think of the other ones that used to be out from before. I could have swore that when I was watching it, I knew what it was. This was supposed to be like adult cartoons. But again, kids were watching it. There was never a thing like, oh, we're going to take it off and ban it because children are watching this and this ain't appropriate. It's gotten to the point that unless us, the parents, tell the kids, like, you know, you're not going to, this is not what you're going to watch. You can't see this. Then it'd be hard because that means, oh, my goodness, half of the cartoons, whew, the kids wouldn't be able to watch too much. It'd probably be the most simplest things out there that consisted of, of, of just like, hello, how you doing? Things like that because, again, the cartoons I used to watch, like I said, um, I never... I never thought anything of it until I got older. And that's another thing. Once you get older, you're looking at this stuff like, oh, is this what they were doing? Were they those type of friends? And you're looking like, okay. <laughs> but so that was that about Speedy Gonzalez and Pepe Le Pew. Then there was the other situation with Roseanne. I was actually trying to search because I forgot. She, I think she must have said something, if I'm correct. She said something offensive, right? And her show was canceled. And this is when, um, you know, we were coming back out with the new, the new Roseanne after so many years that they decided they wanted to, um, you know, they wanted to bring it back. What did Roseanne say? So they, they, they canceled the show because you listen to the word, the word canceled. The word cancel is very... <laughs> They canceled her show, but then they brought it back, but without Roseanne on it. Yeah, so from what I'm looking at, it says that because she made a, a racist tweet. A racist tweet that got her show canceled, but they brought it back, but then they just didn't put her back on it. So I was like, interesting, interesting. Nick Cannon as well. Nick Cannon, maybe because he thought he had that whole, you know, high celebrity status because he has his show wilding out i don't know he, he felt pretty comfortable and open to to say and make the comments he did when he was talking about white people because if you see mariah carey and her children <laughs> it's like okay so he as well got a whole lot of um a lot of uh, people were just upset about that but if I'm correct, I don't know. Is his show even back on? Because again, I, I've stopped watching cable. <laughs> I've stopped watching cable and I've been on my fire stick since then. But I think, I think his show probably was put back on. 
Now, also with Papa John, I actually Google that as well. Supposedly, he's saying that he was set up, that the whole whole phone conversation was a setup. He too was about to get his whole company canceled. Um, Papa John's pizza. I like Papa John's pizza, but because he used the N-word. So they came at him too. So Papa John's is still up and running. I know he apologized and everything else. And from what I just researched, even though if I'm correct, this had happened almost like three years ago, but um, he's he's saying that um that basically was all was all a setup to frame him. So if you see all these names and situations that I mentioned, it's just like, gosh, like what else is gonna be an issue? What else is gonna get canceled? Also, um, anybody who's on TikTok, I know I'm on there. <laughs> Anyone who's on TikTok. So there was a situation with one of the TikTokers. Her name is Chiki. Chiki Bomb. That's her whole name. Chiki Bomb Bomb, something like that. So I guess if you want to call it one of her admirers, one of her fans, did a video on TikTok where she was taking the phrases that she was saying and, and, you know, piece by piece, she was putting them onto the shirt. So when that happened, all of a sudden they're saying, and I saw, I mean, it could have been her, could have been her. She came on there saying that she was going to sue the person for the fact of using her phrases and the fact that maybe she thought the woman was trying to sell the shirt. So guess what? You got to love social media. You got to love social media. I'm telling you, the internet has no mercy on anybody. So when she said that, people came at her. Some people were upset. Some people still supporting her. Some people were like, oh, you got nerve. Like, those are Spanish words that people use every day. And they were like, and how dare you be like, that was one of your fans, somebody who wanted to show how much, you know, they support and they like you. Basically, again, she said she wasn't trying to sell the shirt. She just wanted to make that one shirt and she wanted to show it on there. Um, after that, people were upset. Every time I would go on somebody's page, whether if it was hers or somebody doing, um, um, I guess, imitating her, people were like, they wanted her canceled. They wanted her kicked off of TikTok. Like that, that serious it was for people over there because she said she wanted to sue the lady. Then people were making jokes like, hey, watch it. Don't use her phrase. Don't imitate her because um, she's going to sue you. So that was a big joke about that too. And it's crazy. So basically from what I've noticed, and then the whole thing. So this is what it is too. Um, I read up and then I saw that they were using the word Karens, the word Karen. Because as we know, anytime something happened, there was always somebody trying to report a child, a person for doing something. And then they started calling white women Karen. And I feel it could be anybody. Even I know there's been seen that it's been more of like white women, but I feel that it could be, I feel that it could be anybody. It's just one of those things where It gets to the point because we have phones and social media, again, is a big thing, the internet. It's gotten to the point where we have to be careful what we do now when we're outside. 
what we say when we're around people because now everything is people will lift up their phones and just press record just like what happened with that lady recently in victoria's secret when she went to go hit the black lady the lady was recording she started recording And when the lady saw that she was being recorded, I don't know if that's where the whole thing happened, that she's just like, she was upset that she was being recorded. But like I remember saying before, I'm like, you know, if that if these things don't happen, it's always your word against the other person. You have no proof, then they're gonna believe who they want to. And that sucks, you know what I mean? Like, why does it have to get to the point that we have to record things? Why do we have to find people to help us show proof that this is what happened but because of that lady and her reaction and she was upset again the internet has no mercy once the lady did a follow-up that she went to the precinct to file and she found out the woman's name well everybody that was watching eventually somebody went and looked up her information and they found out that she was a teacher um working with kids who have um disabilities even she said it on the video, if anybody heard it. She said she did not want to lose her job and her home. And I said, and I was like, if she knows she didn't do anything wrong, then she had nothing to be afraid of. But for the fact that she said that in my mind, it's like, did you know you, you know what you did, but you needed to now flip it around and make it seem like you were, she was the target, which is messed up. It's messed up about situations like that. So basically, you have to be careful what you say. Regarding um, regarding anything that has to do with race, um, if you say anything that's homophobic, because I feel like I've seen that a lot, it sucks that we think that we have that freedom of speech, but we really don't. Because again, you have to watch what you say. Um, I was watching a video, even a guy who was trying to run, I don't know if it was for, um, oh my goodness, give me a minute. <laughs> he was trying to run for office. Uh, I think he was either Republican or Democrat. So what happened with him is that he had, somebody was supporting him and his campaign but dropped them because of post some tweets, something that he posted from like, he said like 15, 20 years ago and he was dropped for that. He said that that was a long time ago. He said that he was just being funny. Um, he said he didn't mean it, but I was like, do you see how the past comes to bite you in your ass? And it's scary because I know all the stuff that I've already written. I've posted on Facebook, Instagram, and it sucks because how people will go digging for stuff just to make you look bad, just to ruin your reputation or because of things like that. Because if you're running, you know, and the people will just find ways to just ruin you and it sucks. Again, it sucks because you have to be careful of everything you do moving forward. And then the fact that, like I said, they can go and find posts 
that have been there for years that you would even think about it until it pops up and it's scary because he said i don't know if he said he deleted them all at the time because i'm assuming since they found them because he don't but he said he deleted them and then the fact that all of that resurfaced is kind of messed up so it's, it's another thing about anybody who's listening when it comes to social media because i think even too um when you go and apply for jobs, it's the same thing. They will look at your social media to see what type of person you are. And they will judge you. You're being judged. <laughs> they will judge you off of that. But again, the type of world we live in now is like, yes, you have to watch what you say because you will get canceled. You will get canceled. You will get fired. You will get dragged through social media. They will come up with a whole bunch of things to make fun of you. I'm surprised with Wendy Williams because I'm like saying, cause she ain't get canceled for the fact that she was trying to compare herself to a young man who passed away and making stupid comments like he, that he had more followers on Instagram than her. It's just like, and then at the end, when she said that mentioned that he was killed. Like, whew, I don't know what's wrong with people and humanity. Like, that's how you're going to start. You're going to open up talking about a young man. He was a, he was very famous on TikTok. And then you're going to come out at the end and talk about how many more followers he has than her. Like, people don't just don't be listening to themselves sometimes when they speak out loud and it'd be too late. Cause once again, once everything goes on record <laughs> and people are watching, I feel like that becomes like that's set in stone. It's like, it's there forever. It's there forever. It's like that whole thing about to say, Oh, you could, you could delete pictures and this and that, but it's floating around there. It's in there. It's still it's, you, pictures. You thought you deleted. Well, somebody will still find it, especially those people that know, <laughs> to find stuff about you, those pictures are still, they're still out there. You think you might've deleted it, but it ain't really go nowhere. Isn't that crazy? You're trying to delete things. You're trying to get rid of stuff, you know, because whatever that was your past, things you didn't want to know about, and they will find these things. It's crazy. Nobody has privacy anymore. But yes, the canceled culture. It's really upsetting because like I said, what else are we going to complain about? And I mean, it's a good thing that people are now standing up and you know, speaking up more about like certain things that are wrong, but it just sucks when they're like taking it way back. <laughs> like we're going way back into things. Nothing that's happening now. We're going into things from way way before like why why are we digging back and going backwards instead of forwards why are we not complaining or talking about the things that i mean people have but why aren't we just targeting the things that are happening now why did we have to go back into the other stuff and now cartoon characters have been removed it's been taken off Oh, and if I'm correct, um, I'm assuming, yes, Dr. Seuss is also one of them to be considered now part of the, the canceled culture. Um, it's just ridiculous. 
You know how long Dr. Seuss has been around? Now it's been taking off of the shelves. Kids would learn from that. Such simple, and it rhymed, everything rhymed and everything made sense and kids would learn from that. But even Dr. Seuss, they came for Dr. Seuss. <laughs> oh man. Sometimes I just think like, again, I haven't been watching the news and I've probably said it throughout many of my shows because it gets depressing and it sucks. My friends be making fun of be like, oh, there could be an invasion. There could be an invasion and I wouldn't know because I don't watch the news. Somebody would have to inform me or boom, social media would let me know. That'd be the only way I know if something was happening in the world. Because again, I don't watch the news anymore. But it's one of those things like, what else are we going to target? What else? You know, who, who else are we going to go for? It just sucks because again, I've, many celebrities have um, said many messed up things. And again, somebody came at them and they either, again, didn't probably work in anything again. Again, that's that's how powerful it is, especially when it comes to artists, um, actors. Can't, it's one of those things, like I said, you just can't say whatever you want. You can't anymore. You can't, you can't speak up. You can't say, again, like I said, you can't say homophobic things. You can't say certain things because they will come for you. You will not work anywhere. You will get canceled. Anything can happen. And it just sucks because I've always been one of those people like so many times that we're on on our phones, on our laptops, and whatever, um, you know, whatever type of apps or streams that we're on, like it seems that we as well don't know, don't learn our lesson. Because like I said, anybody could be out there. The minute you start arguing, boom, somebody's camera comes out. You say anything that's racist, somebody will find who you are. Somebody probably might even know you and then come in as so-and-so. And again, like I said, they will search for you. They will look into everything about you. It's just like, again, it was like the, um, oh my God, what's the name of that drink? The, the, the lemon, the hard lemon, hard lemonade. I forgot what it was. Um, oh, I have to find it. Um, but yeah. That guy with the situation that was happening in the store, and then he says something that was racist, so he got smacked with the can. People were just having a ball with that. <laughs> that went viral from that. And it's crazy. It's like you could get caught at any moment. And again, it could be it could be regular people. Anything I've noticed that anybody has said, they've gotten fired for it. It's one of those things that they're not going to tolerate it. Or it gets to the point that if they don't get fired, there will be somebody there to boycott. Somebody will boycott. Somebody will complain. And it's crazy. I don't think there was enough time, and I forgot to share it with Cindy. But I know that there was a video talking about what the whole um, cancel culture is and about how people have made it their job to get certain people fired. Uh, I forgot if he was, um, I don't know if he was like a famous, if he's a famous cook, because I'm trying to remember his name. And 
I guess the workers were complaining because they weren't paid well. Um, the working environment wasn't good. Um, just felt like things were very unfair. And guess what happened? They found a picture of him and his wife from I don't know how long ago. Um, took a picture pretending to be Puerto Ricans. So once they found that picture, boom, again, they put it out there. And that basically, they were able to get him fired just because of that. And I'm just like, whoo. <laughs> Anybody who's listening, we all have to be careful. It's not just, you know, again, it's not even just celebrities. It could be anybody. Anybody who's, again, like people that are on TikTok, anybody who's, um, when you're trying to sell something, any small businesses, big businesses, whoever you are, that if people know you or you have a large following, because that's always it too, the large followings, you now have to be like on your best behavior to watch what you say because you could get canceled. They even talked about, um, when I was watching the video, they talked about Kevin Hart because he made some homophobic comments. And again, he still you know, making his movies and his shows, he didn't get canceled. And then eventually what happens when celebrities or anybody who says anything that's offensive, they have to come back and apologize. Sometimes people accept it and sometimes they're okay afterwards. But many other people, like I said, they're not lucky, especially when they're the regular Joe Schmo. No, you just get fired and that's it. <laughs> you get fired and there's no coming back from that. That's it. You you don't get to be like the celebrities and still get to, you know, still do movies and your and your comedy shows. We we don't live that life. We're not lucky. So just remember that people. <laughs> Watch what you say. Watch what you post. Because if you decide to run for office, you decide to become famous. However, anything that you decide to do that again is going to consist of a lot of people and a large following you have to watch out there's always somebody out there ready to come for you whether maybe because they don't like you somebody's complaining people will, people will come for you and that's the sad part it's crazy people will come for you so you have to be cautious Hola, welcome back to On The Wake Up Radio. I'm your hostess, Boricua Angie, and you're listening to my show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. And tonight's episode is about canceled culture. I did make a mistake, so it's not like I was innocent. I knew that it would get better. I just didn't know how. It's, it's almost like the way a toddler would go about solving a problem. That's canceled culture. Calling someone out, what folks are doing is saying that this is not acceptable for our society. One of the problems with this is that there's sort of a guilty until proven innocence mentality with a lot of these online social media mobs. If this movement were really about what had gone wrong, it would be interested in conversation. That isn't what it's about. It's about power. This is the absolute last resort, but something that is an option for many of us who have been suffering with no end in sight. People are worried about sharing ideas that they think might go an inch out of bounds. I don't know how you live with yourself. I did make a mistake, so it's not like I was innocent. I knew that it would get better. I just didn't know how. I guarantee you guys. 
We're gonna get Medicare for all. Yes, we are. The race for the 25th Congressional District is heating up. Uger has drummed up support among progressives who followed his career as host of the Young Turks. The reason I decided to run is because I saw that if you win, you actually could move the national conversation way more than I thought was possible before from Congress. And when Bernie Sanders endorsed me, it was obviously a wonderful moment. And his voice matters a tremendous amount to progressives. So when I started Just Democrats, they found uh, my old blog post from when I was a Republican from 20 years ago. They resurfaced them. Progressives flipped out. The blog post that's most often cited is the one where I said, the genes of women are flawed uh, because they don't have sex with us enough for us to get along peacefully, etc. Now, that's obviously a joke. Sometimes I would say things I didn't mean at all. Uh, it was kind of shock jock stuff. Uh, so they were reacting to a guy that I rejected 15 years ago. I deleted those posts before anybody ever saw them. It wasn't a matter of getting caught. I remember looking at him thinking, this was stupid, and I'm not this person. Senator and presidential candidate Bernie Sanders is now retracting his endorsement of California congressional candidate Jenk Uger. So politics is just branding. That's all it is. Every message that went out to every voter in my district was, Jenk says he's a progressive, but he's actually racist, sexist, canceled for 17 other reasons, and Bernie agrees. Okay. The race was instantly over. Because you can't take that out of people's heads. The preliminary results don't look good. Uh. When you talk to regular people, if you tell them somebody should be canceled for doing something wrong in an earlier period of their life, you'll lose 99% of people. They hate that. You know why? Because we're human. We've all made a thousand mistakes. And so when they see cancel culture people saying, no, if you ever made a mistake, you're irredeemable and you can't ever change your mind, get to the right position or be on the side of justice. They think these people are the most unreasonable people I have ever met and they would ruin my life in a second and I, I, I can't stand them. The reboot of Roseanne got a ton of attention and viewers this spring, but after its long controversial star posted a racist tweet, the show was over. Well, Kevin Hart's job hosting the 91st Academy Awards lasted just two days. Overnight, Hart stepped down following an outcry over previous homophobic tweets and comments he made during stand-up routines nearly a decade ago. You know, Shane made incredibly offensive videos that, frankly, black YouTubers were very upset about at the time. I think finally we're in this moment where we as a culture are realizing, hey, look, some of this content that maybe the mainstream kind of considered was, you know, acceptable is no longer acceptable. And we should hold these huge stars accountable. I tend to think about cancel culture as the withdrawal of someone's attention uh, from a celebrity, from something that is high profile. I would say that cancel culture can be effective in terms of its ability 
to demonstrate the perspectives of people who otherwise don't have their voices heard or their perspectives recognized. Taking back of one's power, the little power that everyday people have. The editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit magazine has resigned amid questions about equality within the company. Adam Rappaport announced he is leaving the job he's held for a decade. There was a huge problem at Bonamiti that was just cultural. I ended up hearing more stories just about how people of color are treated. Uh, stories about how people weren't being paid for the work that they were doing, or how some people were being paid and some people weren't. The kind of oversights that happen when there are no people of color in positions of power. During the week that George Floyd was killed, um, I was going to a lot of protests, and I just felt motivated to continue to fight for justice. I felt very fueled by my emotions at this time, and I used them to focus on getting Adam Rappaport fired as editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit. I was reading Twitter in bed in, in the morning, like I always do. And I was checking my DMs and I had a message from somebody that I didn't know. And he um, identified himself as somebody who works in food media and um, shared the picture with me. Um, the picture was of Adam Rappaport and his wife. They were dressed up as Puerto Ricans for Halloween. Anytime you're dressing as another race for Halloween, it's a problem. After I posted the picture, the tweet started getting a lot of attention. Tweeting out the photo empowered all of the mistreated employees of Bon Appetit to stand up for themselves in a public way that they weren't able to prior. All of these individual people of color who were being taken advantage of were able to galvanize their followers to understand their struggle and sort of very publicly say they want Adam F4 to resign. It's unfortunate that it takes a smoking gun to make it clear to a large enough group of people that this person is bad because it wasn't the picture of him in brown face that is the reason that he should have been fired. Uh, he was not suitable for his job. But I would have had no way to address my feelings to Bon Appetit in a way that they would hear. This is the absolute last resort, but it is something that is an option for many of us who have simply been suffering with no end in sight. threatening my life. She basically was going to tap into a deep, deep, dark vein of racism, of racial bias that runs through this country and has for centuries. So the public shaming of that individual is really incidental to what the individual has done and what it means in a larger system of power relations. Uh, we see a number of people who have been publicly shamed, who have gone viral because they were harassing Black people, harassing people of color. And when the public 
galvanizes around one of these clips, what folks are doing is saying that collectively, this is not acceptable for our society. You just happen to be the person who volunteered yourself to learn this lesson publicly so that everyone else knows where the limits are. Yes, so that was some of the stuff I was talking about earlier where, like I said, um, it sucks because it gets to the point again, we we can't have an opinion. There is no more freedom of speech when you really think about it. Um, again, to anyone who's listening out there, again, because I always feel like it always comes from the parents because that our children are the next generation, the ones who are gonna have to deal with everything afterward when we're no longer here. But I feel like a conversation needs to be had, as I always say, you know, let them know, watch what you post on social media. Watch what type of things you say, because even bullying, anything, look at that. From 15, 20 years ago, things can be found. Again, watch what you say, watch what you post. Um, even on videos, again, if anybody's trying to record, all of this stuff gets, you know, somebody records, it's, it's still on there on the internet. I forgot what it's called, like, um, in the in the clouds or in the web some something that they were talking about that you know like i said pictures whatever you think you thought you made disappear when you click delete no such thing because again somebody out there can actually still find it they can still find your personal business anything that it is and it will get posted so you think that we can hide but we really can isn't that messed up so much for privacy too we don't even have that anymore um but yeah so again, just again, just be careful. It sucks because I feel like you would, you would think we're being judged. We're always being judged on everything and any little thing that we do. And like I said before, even when it comes to jobs, again, just be careful of what you say because again, we really don't have that freedom of speech. We just really can't anymore just come out of nowhere and say whatever we want. And you know why? Because from back then, from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s, you know what we didn't have? Oh, the beautiful phones that we have now, like the iPhones, uh, what are the Samsungs, anything between the iPhones, the Apple and the Androids. Thanks to those beautiful devices, you now have to watch what you say. I mean, there were cameras too, but some of those cameras from places only record. Sometimes they don't even have sound. So if you could have said something messed up, nobody would never know because we can't hear it. But again, with our phones and technology from, from back then to now, a lot people got away with a lot of things. And we can't even do that now. So you really have to watch what you say. It sucks because I know there's people out there who really piss us off and get us so mad that, you know, it kind of, I guess it becomes one of those things we black everybody out. And it's like, it just sucks because there's somebody in that crowd with their phone up ready to record what you just said, what you just did. And then again, if you're somebody in a high status and maybe if you're not and you just on, you know, social media with a, with a large following, all of that will come back to bite you in the ass. <laughs> Oh man, and as long as you don't have a hater out there, just then you won't have to worry because I'm telling you, when people don't like you, <laughs> they'll find somebody. And especially with especially people that will pay money for certain things. Sometimes again, people don't even have to be paid, but they will find your information. They will dig real deep. And it sucks, just like the men said, you know, you kind of get you like like he was saying like you kind of get judged for things that that happened back then compared to 
how you are now. You could probably be a whole different individual. Who knows what everybody's frame of thinking like mine. I feel like back then, all the maybe the stupid things I would probably say or do and compared to now, like I'm in a whole different mindset. Again, maybe because I'm older, but I feel like it's just messed up for the things you have to watch out when you do when you're younger. And especially again with this generation, they really, really have to watch out. I feel like that's why I'm always having conversation with my kids. Watch what you say, watch what you do. Because again, half of the stuff that she's probably posted on her Facebook, she don't even know. Like if she happens to get a job, what if they wanna look at it? I've seen it myself, don't look cute at all. <laughs> she won't get hired just because of that. But yes, thank you so much. And hopefully anybody who's watching, like I said, there was a little video clip that explained a little bit more about it. And some of the examples that I gave, like I said, it sucks because they're digging back into our past, all the things that we loved. And again, like I said, we never saw anything wrong with it, but I feel like with these times, it, everybody finds something wrong with a lot of things that used to happen back then. But again, those were different times. And I feel like all we can do is just move forward and change whatever's happening now. Because whatever happened back then, that's it. It's there. Nobody, again, nobody really stood up or said anything, but hey, thank you for the people who are, but I think that we should be more concerned about what's happening now and moving into the future. And maybe the, the people who are speaking up about it, maybe let's do the things, like I said, that's happening now, the bigger concerns of what's happening, and let's focus on that. And about anything that's being posted or said, let's focus on whatever's happening now. It sucks, we can't change the past but we can definitely do something about from the present into the future. So again, just watch what you say, watch what you do, watch what you post, because you don't want to be the next one to be canceled. <laughs> and at least on this show here, it's a great that we have the voice that we can speak and, and I love that we can use profanity because you know how that goes. Um, it's a lot of um, sensitive and, and things are offensive and all of a sudden everything's an issue, but grateful that I can curse here and just be myself. And with that being said, thank you to the listeners for tuning in. Check us out on the wakeupradio.com and otwtube.com. You can catch replays on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening to, to, to Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. Shout out again to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tune in next week on the Wake Up Radio at 9 p.m. for another segment of Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. Next week, if I'm correct, next week's episode is going to be about um, vegan. And it's not about me being vegan. It's just for the fact of what's been going on when you go buy food and, and what's being posted. Uh, but yes, remember, life is too short and enjoy life to the fullest. Good night. Until next time. Bye. Look it up. Individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashwin On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people.
OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.